everybody. Welcome back. This is season three, excuse me, episode (laughs) one, the welcome back episode. It's our first episode of this season. I am one half of your Cafe Confessions podcast, Miss Brie, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Shalika. Welcome back, Brie. Yes. uh, How you been, man? I've been really good. I know we're going to get into it. I have so much to like catch up on with you, but I've been really, really good. How have you been? Uh, same. Um, yeah, I don't want to give too much away, but <laughs> we definitely have much to catch up on because we really haven't spoken to each other this entire break. So, right. Yeah. I feel like it's been like maybe once every week, once every week <laughs> and a half. And it's been like a four week break. So definitely no. I, and I just feel like this is our relationship now where we're just like, we'll probably save it. We'll save it for the podcast. <laughs> unless it's like we'll an see. emergency. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> No, that's okay. Um, I'm really excited to get in your head, so that's okay. What you drinking on? Okay, so I'm glad you asked because I made a special blend. I made a special mm. blend last week. I made like two pounds of it by accident. Mm-mm. Don't ask Mm-mm. me how that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way it's but- I made two pounds of it. <laughs> I made two okay. pounds of it, but um, it is called Oceans of Emotions. I made this with the intention to have in my cabinet for days that are like when I'm having a hard time or like going through some emotional distress or a heartbreak. It's really just a heart opener. Now, I'm having a really good day. <laughs> I'm having a good day. Um, I am drinking this tea because, like I said, I have two pounds of it. So somebody <laughs> got to drink it. So <laughs> does it drink tea? He does. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Are you sharing with him? <laughs> yes. It's a lot of tea to go through. I just it's like. a lot of tea, but it's like it's so delicious. It's uh, it has nettles, it has linden flower, skullcap, some milky oats, some chamomile, and some rose. It is just a phenomenal tea, and it tastes really good. But it is perfect for sad times and heartbreak. Okay, but you said you are doing okay, right? I'm doing okay. All right. <laughs> the only thing that's depressed is the tea. I'm totally okay. fine. <laughs> I don't know if you got some endorphins in that tea, so, you know, that's okay. <laughs> well, what are you drinking? Um, mine isn't as fancy. <laughs> I am drinking some regular. Um, actually, I made a little blend. So it's like a, it's a jasmine iced tea, and then I just added some uh, pink, I think it's a pink cranberry juice, and then a, a splash of this sparkling fruit juice that I got from Trader Joe's, and it is Ooh. just what I needed. I wanted a, a nice little cold drink. You know, I actually prefer cold drinks when the weather is cooler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ice cream cells actually go up during the oh, I believe it. I can't yeah. not stand <laughs> eating ice cream in the summertime. It's just something about that hot and stickiness that mm-hmm. just does not appeal to me. But definitely in the summer, I'm sorry, in the wintertime, tub of ice cream, cold drinks, ice. And you already know I have a problem. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's my little that's my little drink for this welcome back episode. I almost put some Jameson in it, but I was like, you know what, let me calm down. Honestly, I was thinking, I was like, I should probably stop at home, stop on the way home um, and get a bottle. But I was like, let me be professional. Like, we haven't did an episode in a month. Like, let me get my shit together. You, you, yeah. (laughs) So we were right there. (laughs) I hear you. But season three, we got, we don't have to be professional anymore. These people know us. They know us. And uh, season three is going up. It's going up. And it's supposed to be buffoons. We're buffoons. We're at this point, like, you know, we're, we're idiots. So, 
Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't, I'm not faking the funk for y'all no more, okay? This no, is we I did am. the work. I feel like <laughs> if you have any questions, you want to talk about mental health, you know the episodes from season one, season two. You can dig into those at any mm-hmm. time. But season three, we already said it. We told y'all last season. This is our season to be goofy, be funny. You are just indulging in a conversation between me and Shay. Right. That is it. You might walk right. away with something and you might walk away with a little bit of entertainment or you may lose a few brain cells after you leave this podcast. Yeah. That's not my business. <laughs> or may think we've lost a few brain cells, but that's okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So moving right along, Shay, you picked today's segment. You've been ha- sitting on this segment for a month now. It is our cringe tea segment. Can you can you please lead us in this? Okay, so I don't know if this is cringy. I actually have two. So should I just tell both of them? Sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. So my first one, I don't know if it's like that cringy, but it was cringy for me. So it was the summer of 2017. My little Ultima, the AC went out. Okay. And um, I think you remember this time because we were working together. And um, I just, I don't know, I thought I needed some, I don't think it was called antifreeze or something. I, I don't know, that little stuff in a can. Yeah, that's what I thought I needed. But no, sweetie needed a whole new AC. And I, I just did not have the money to do so. And there was this one time I'm driving and it might have been the hottest day in summer, all windows down, all windows down, sun is beaming. I am roasting in that car and I had a good 30 minute drive and I was just praying praying that I didn't pass out on the way. Well, this man, this black older gentleman pulls up next to me and he was like, damn, you ain't got no AC in there. And I just froze and I just shook my head in shame. Like, no, I don't. I don't have no AC in here. He was looking that hot. I was looking that hot. He felt bad for me. I, Lord, I thought he might have threw me a 20 at that point because he just wanted to contribute to the AC fund. That's how bad it was. Sweating bullets. So um, shortly after, I got my AC fixed. And I was like, I'm not going through this struggle again. I will never, ever, ever go through the AC struggle ever again in life. So. Yes, I feel like some of that road rage really be people without ACs in the summertime. <laughs> get the fuck out the way. I gotta get off this road. <laughs> you don't feel like that? Hell I feel yeah. like if we did a study of how many people really <laughs> lost their shit in road rage in the summertime without ACs, I need the the break it down for me. Like I've been there before. I've Okay, what's your second one? What's your second no, one? No, no, no. I'm just telling you, like, it, it'd be the ones that speed racing and, like, trying to get in and, and through all the lanes. And, you know, it's stop and go traffic and they don't give a damn. They about ready to uh, drive in the emergency lane. They're like, I got to get out this fucking car. So, yeah, it'd be them ones. Yeah, because I've been tempted, but I'm just too scary. <laughs> I'd rather die, I guess. You are a safe driver. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're see, here we go. Um... You know, I've always felt like my friends have made fun of the way that I I drive and you being one of those friends. But I need everyone to know that I am a safe driver. Okay, that's okay. And I get I get a little timid behind the wheel. I'm a little cautious, but I'm extra cautious when I have people in the car. But when I'm by myself, I be driving crazy. I I, I pick up in speed. That's why I had four speed. No, ma'am. 
You are speaking to me. I do not. I mean, I appreciate your mindfulness of other souls in in the car with you, but I just cannot see you speeding. I literally just can't imagine. Tell that to my speeding tickets. <laughs> I do speed. I had to slow my ass down because I couldn't afford another speeding ticket. <laughs> not you having points on your license. They're like, look, your shit about to get snatched. Okay, They'd you cannot. Like, Nah, yeah. you can't work I, at USPS. You can't be a driver for Amazon. <laughs> okay, see, this is why I had to stop. And then people don't believe me. I slowed down, I'm telling you. And then when I okay. get in the car, I'd be like extra cautious because I'm like, oh, Lord, I can't have nobody's death on my hand. Like that, it scares me, you know? It's totally scary. Hell yeah. I think that's a sweet, mindful thing to do. Some people get in the car with folk and then they start acting crazy. Like, oh, you for don't sure. drive like this. For sure. No, they do. They do <laughs> drive like that. <laughs> and I cannot stand being, listen, put me in the back and that's okay. I'm fine with that. I don't need to be in nobody's front seat, especially if you're a fast driver because I'm going to hit the brakes, the imaginary yeah, brakes. I'm going to hold on. You Sure do for I'm sure. Be ooing and on like woo woo woo. Wait a minute, like you holding so, on to the uh, the little bar on top. Yes, of the, I am. The yes, I am, and that's okay. It's okay. We respect it. I feel like anyone that knows you personally is not taking that personal. It's just who you are. We respect. We respect your need for safety. Thank you, and I respect <laughs> y'all need for safety. <laughs> okay I so it. <laughs> now that we have some understanding about this driving thing because this has been a long-standing battle between you and i mm-hmm. since we've been friends what is your second cringe tea oh god okay so this was not as cringy I, I honestly feel like it's normal but i was smoking with some friends and um i was just asking them like what are my what are my signs like what are my tails that i'm high Okay. And um and this happened because I was out in public and me smoking in public is just it just does not work for me mm. cuz I'm already in my head, I'm already anxious and then just being outside, my anxiety goes through the roof and I just feel like I'm over there looking like is this bitch on drugs. So, but it's all in my head. It's all in my head. I I realize that. But I also realize that I catch how many times like I stumble over my words and I'm like, oh my God, like just going through the motions really. Mm-hmm. So I remember reaching out to some of my friends that I, I was hanging out with. I'm like, hey, I'm so sorry if I was acting weird. And they're like, uh, we didn't notice anything like this. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. And this has been the common theme. Mm-hmm. So recently I had asked uh, some friends, like, what are my signs that I'm high? And they just let me know, like, you, you know, you act normal. You just get extremely quiet. And mm. I was like, y'all, I'm not quiet. Uh, I'm, in your I'm, mind. In my mind, I'm not quiet. On the outside, I'm quiet. But in my mind, I am going through the motions. And the cringiest thing is I think about shit that I have no control over. Like, Things that happened in the past, shit that I did in the fourth grade, you know, like, why did I do this? Why did I say this? What? You know? And it's like, you can't control it. These people probably don't even remember it, but you're just over here having a crisis going on. And yeah, so that's, that's what gets me so cringy. And I just, I don't know. I may have to stop smoking. I feel you. I had to take a break from smoking. I literally was like, I get weird. I get awkward. I get in my mind. I'm just like you. But I actually healed this trauma over our break. Um, My friend randomly invited us to a cannabis and yoga class. Nice. And I was like, okay, kind of paranoid. Like I, when I smoke, I'm kind of weird. Like I'm a little little too goofy. You know, but we went and it changed my entire relationship with marijuana. Like I literally got so high 
and because it was it was a space of like sit with the marijuana it was kind of like a psychedelic group um but they Mm -hmm. obviously weren't doing psychedelics this night they were doing marijuana and once we smoked and we started getting into those stretches the weed just spoke to me and Mm. it said some shit that i was like what the hell but the weed that i had i didn't know what the strain was tadell went and bought it on his own Okay. Um, I didn't go with him, so I had no idea what we were smoking. I don't know if it was a sativa, <laughs> indica, hybrid, who knows. Yeah. So the weed spoke to me in my mind, and the weed was like, hi, like, you know, I'm your plant today. <laughs> I'm your guide. <laughs> and I was like, have you ever seen Jurassic Park, the 1993 version? Yeah, but I don't really remember. Ah, okay. There was a point where they were getting the ride when they first got initiated into the park, and it was Mr. DNA. And he was like, I'm Mr. DNA. I'm going to show you how we got dinosaurs today. And he like went through the fall. Anyway, this guy was kind of talking to me like Mr. DNA. If you guys like Jurassic Park, you know what I'm talking about. And the weed was like, okay, so this is how weed works. Well, let's just talk about (laughs) plants. And it was like such a comedian. So funny. It was a young, like white kind of entity. Oh, okay. Very strange. I know. And he was like, so every plant has a personality down to your flowers and your garden and your trees. And then he was like, but for whatever reason, humans like to divulge in big plants, big plants Mm -hmm. with big personalities and big dreams. Like you guys don't really appreciate the small plants, you know, the herbs and the the weeds in the garden and stuff like that. But you guys love the weed. You guys love the mushrooms, right? You guys like all that stuff, all the mind altering stuff. And he was like, and yes, this is great that you guys enjoy that. But please take time to sit with the little plants. You know, your house plants have personalities, too. And I can't make this up. I'm high as a kite in my mind having this conversation in a yoga class. And then he goes, I'm a young, kind of fast, kind of moving weed. He was like, you know, that's my personality. So you want to smoke me? You want to have a good time? You want to talk? I'm your guy, right? And he was like, and then you have some weeds that are very grumpy and grouchy, and they just want to be unbothered and kind of like grandfather. And I'm sitting here like, I've never thought about using weed for their personalities and understanding what their purposes are. Blew my fucking mind. Mm, okay. Uh, when you were saying that, I was thinking about this app um, called Leafly, and it tells you about the different strains and like exactly like what they do, what they affect, what their side effects may be. So, uh, okay. Okay. So I would say if you want to be like really social, like look for that type of strain, like yeah. go with the intention and then use it. And also in the class, after we did our weed and yoga and sound bowl, we had an integration circle where people talked about the challenges that they suffered. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people were paranoid. Um, when we first started the class, they're like, weed makes me paranoid. I don't have a great relationship with it, which is why I'm here today. I want to heal this trauma of getting on weed and being fucking out of my mind. Paranoid. So it's very common. But um, once we got back into integration and everyone just kind of sat with the medicine and was like, oh, I'm supposed to use it in a way that's more creative or whatever their weed was doing for them. And just listen, the plants will talk to you. I feel that, you know what, honestly, like when I reflect back on like when I do smoke, when I can get past the like cringiness of like my thoughts, a lot of it is a lot of self-reflection. Like Mm -hmm. maybe you can handle situations differently or, you know, you did this correctly. You know, like it's, it's a lot of like, mirror talk but just happening totally. on the inside. Um, yes. so I can absolutely see what you mean by that and, and, and I, after oh, I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you off no 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 go ahead I'll, I'll 
after he gave me this brief introduction of like what his thing was right so i'm over here like okay we're mr jokes like this is what i'm i guess i'm just gonna be jokey jokey and he was like no so yes i have a funny personality but there's still work to be done here and we are going to talk about your self-sabotage so (laughs) this motherfucking plant chewed me out about my own self-sabotage how i stand in the way of my own blessings and i'm like this will normally make me extremely paranoid this self-talk of breathe you're self-sabotaging and blah 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 but the way that this plant talked to me was like utilizing this as a, a means for spiritual growth is okay the conversations may be a little uncomfortable you may have a little heart palpitations you may get a little shaky but that is all a part of the medicine just doing its job moving energy through you just moving i can't make this up this is not how i speak so that plant did its thing. And then after I spoke with Adele, he was like, that is so fucking weird because I got a stativa and it was like a very young plant and he was going in about it and it matched up with what he purchased. Okay. Well, I'm happy. I, I'm really happy. <laughs> no, for real. Like I, I know that you have experienced the same things as me. So to know like you came out of that with a different perspective on weed, um, like I think even the last conversation that we had when we were talking about um, plant medicine, that was just one of them where you're like, yeah, I'm just, it's just not for me. So yeah. to hear you came out of that and felt better about it. That's amazing. I was going to also say, um, I hear a lot of great feedback from people who smoke and do some sort of workout. Ooh, um, mm-hmm. And I've always been too afraid because I feel like I'm, cl- you know, you just like talk yourself out of it. I'm like, I'm clumsy. I'm going to be high and fall off the treadmill or something. But it may not be that. Like, maybe you're just so super focused. It, it could be like its own version of a like a pre-workout, mm-hmm. you know, like instead of drinking that, maybe you can smoke and just have that same energy that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So. Or it set an intention with anything to say, I want to I want to sit here and journal for one hour. Right. I want to read this book and like utilizing the plant to enhance experiences. Some people just like to smoke weed all day and chill. Me, I personally can't do that. Right. I'll yeah. be like, what do I do? What do I do? What's going on? What's going mm-hmm. on? I can't. Like, I now that I know, like, using it with the intention of doing something, I don't smoke every day. I can't smoke every day. You won't catch me. Right. But maybe once a month, I can sit with the plant and really create something. I'm excited about that. Yeah. I feel the same way. Like, I don't go out and purchase weed, but, you know, if my friends have it, right. I'm, yeah, I'm cool with that. I partake. Yeah, I partake. <laughs> I just want to get in a, I want to, I don't know. It's like this feeling like this anxiety type of feeling where I know I'm like, oh, I'm about to smoke. And then like, I can feel myself mm-hmm. not being okay. I want to get over that because everything is fine. Like after that, I'm good. So mm-hmm. just trying to face my fears with it. Cause I would like to use it to my benefit and, you know, maybe just, I don't know, just see where it takes me, but okay. It's there for you. If you ever want to go to one of these classes with me, me and you, we can do it. You know? Yeah. Just kind of like heal that relationship with it. Mm -hmm. Start a relationship with it. You know, you never know what it is. You may be like, dang, I never had a relationship with we. Hello. How are you? (laughs) But that's what I've been waiting for. No. (laughs) Like, ah, finally, I get to talk to you. Yes. Um, amazing, amazing cringe tease. No judgment. No judgment. Mine, you gonna judge me though. Oh Lord. Okay. What happened? Oh my God. So this is one of those things. It was right on point where it haunts me. I think about this some nights when I just lay in bed looking at my ceiling, like I can't believe that happened. <sighs> but it's one of the funniest stories of my life. I don't think I've ever laughed harder than in this story. Um <laughs> I used to work, you know, I used to work at Chipotle. 
and my work bestie we were really close like we went on vacations together our boyfriends were good friends we were just super duper close so we could talk about anything but she was a fucking capricorn and she was my manager and she was cutthroat the bitch was ruthless like there was a clear separation between like me and her friendship at work and me and our friendship outside of work. So I did not cross that bitch on the clock because (laughs) she would fucking cut me down. Right. So she was like just really hardcore and her boyfriend worked with us as well. They met at the job and he was a bit heavier set. He was a teddy bear though. Like the sweetest guy ever. She was a total witch, right? Would it be? And, um, one day she was very concerned about his weight all the time. So she comes over to me and she goes, you know, <laughs> sorry. She goes, Oh, by the way, sorry. I know I'm getting sidetracked. We got free food at Chipotle every day. And then we were all managers. So we got as much food as we fucking wanted. So her boyfriend is making himself like a triple meat bowl with everything on top. And she comes to the back of the house. I'm washing dishes. And she's like, Hey, you know, <sighs> He has a really big bowl today. And she was like, I think you should go out there and say something to him. And I was like, yeah, I was like, don't you think that's a little inappropriate? And she's like, I don't think that's inappropriate at all. Like, you know, you guys are really good friends. Pause here. She said bowl as in a bowl of food. Mm -hmm. Right. I was washing dishes. Things are clinking around. Water is splashing. I heard bulge as in the bolt of his pants now (laughs) when i heard bulge either this conversation just lined up too perfectly i said don't you think that's a little inappropriate because i'm like this is your man we're on the clock i'm not trying to be sexually harassing nobody and then she's like no right so then i'm like well if i don't do this and this bitch is gonna cut me down because she's my fucking boss and i don't need this kind of drama right I don't know what possessed me to go into the front of the house while he was packing his bowl. And I said to him, I look at the crotch of his pants and I said, wow, you're looking really big today. No, bruh, I cannot make this up. Right. So he's kind of like, what the heck are you talking about? Right. So he's like, okay, like you're being weird. So then I go back where she is and I'm like, you know, I was like, yeah, I told him it looked really big today. So then he comes in and I'm still going. And I was like, wow, man. I was like, you, your third leg is just so pronounced. I was, And I said, this is the last thing I said before she lost it. I said, it looks like you're giving birth to a baby cow. That's no. <laughs> now at this point, it is so awkward. And she's kind of like, bruh, I said bowl. I said bowl. And I said, I thought you said bulge. So we're sitting here, tears streaming down my face, like crying, laughing, could not stop crying so hard. And he's confused on what's happening because he doesn't know his girlfriend tried to hire me to fat shame him. Basically. And I'm over here giving him dick compliments. So then he like runs out of the office pretty much like this is too much. This is awkward. And I'm over here. We had this deep conversation. I was like, bro, I thought he had a small penis and you wanted me to hype him up. You I don't know what's going on. Anyway, that keeps me up at night. I had seriously sexually harassed somebody at my job and complimented their penis size that I wasn't even interested in. 
Oh my god. So what was it like after that? Like was it awkward between the two no, of you? No, it was awkward between me and him for a while, but me and her, we we laughed about that. I think it was the one of the most clearing laughs I've ever had in my life. Like she wasn't mad obviously, but we laughed so hard for weeks. Like our faces were just so <laughs> sore from laughing. But yeah, that's one of those things that fucking keeps me up at night, man. <laughs> damn damn oh my god i actually harassed somebody i'm just like what type of manager was she that you were like i'm about to do whatever you say and <laughs> you went over there she was cutthroat bro she was cutthroat and then like not to, not even trying to put her business out there but i am the bitch pushed somebody at work manager pushed somebody at work they fired her and then she ended up suing them she was in a a legal suing them for like like five years five like she was just so nail bent on like getting her revenge back for being fired that she held on to that anger for five years and was like recruiting people Hmm? did she win i don't know she hit me up like maybe two years ago and she was like i know we haven't talked in years but do you think you could testify for me and I didn't write back. And that was like the last time we ever spoke. I think she hates my guts now. But I was like, hell no, you were a tyrant. If I got up there and testified, you for sure ain't getting no money. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> given like how Chipotle was, I mean, I feel like you could have came up on some money too. I surely they, could. I have. I, I get checks from Chipotle all the time because people are always suing them. And it just falls crazy. under the class action. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. always getting checks in the mail. I've been I've, I've been probably racked up about a good six hundred dollars over the last. That's nuts. <laughs> that is nuts. No lie, actually, I think I got about like six to seven hundred dollars from McDonald's. <laughs> yes, they yeah. they look like they have to be sued all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you cash the checks, you can't sue them. So just know. <laughs> I, I sometimes I look forward to it like oh McDonald's who sued them next like, <laughs> right. hey, you don't even give a fuck about the case you be like thank you yeah. for my $32 okay thank and 40 you. cents y'all owe me this <laughs> I don't even be giving a fuck it'd be like Chipotle versus green I don't care as long as the oh. money in the check is green that's all that I care about exactly. <laughs> and anyone else that worked with me during that time sue them please please let me know <laughs> right but oh. Those are our cringe teas, y'all. Don't judge us, okay? Because you got your own cringiness. <laughs> Anyways, this is our first episode. And, of course, sticking to the plan, the topic today is what, Shay? Free-flowing conversation. Free-flowing <laughs> conversation. There's no topic. We are about to just talk about whatever comes to our minds. And I guarantee you, you'll walk away with something here because I got some shit to talk about. And I'm sure Shay has some shit to talk about, too. And with that being said, we're going to start the show. I'm Bree. And I'm Shalika. And we are two long-term friends who get together once a week to chat over coffee or tea. Join us as we talk about all things black, white, and in between with With Cafe Confessions. Okay, everybody, welcome back. So I'm taking the lead here, Shay. My first topic is, or question, do you believe in psychic abilities? Why or why not? Psychic abilities? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I do. I'm not sure. Because I'm thinking of something, but I'm like, would this fall under the psychic category? What is um, it? It might sound a little evil, but 
I was actually talking to someone about this the other week. Um, and before I continue, there's this app on TikTok and it like it's like this spiritual, weird, maybe possessed app where you type in or you speak an intention and then it'll take you to like a, a location, like within whatever radius like you set it at. Like if you oh, wanna- yeah, I played that. It's called um Randonaut. Why was I calling it Reganock? Yes, what is it yes, called? Yeah, Randonauting. Me and Sadell do it sometimes, and it's crazy. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll get into that probably. Okay. But yes, so, yes, yes, yes. You're right on point. Gotcha. Okay. So during uh, while I was playing this game, I was actually telling uh, people that sometimes I feel like when, and this may not fall under psychic, so let me know. But mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like when people cross me, something usually happens to them. Ooh. Yeah, like something bad. Like maybe they lost a house or someone passed away or it it it's around that. And I don't want to say like I got an evil spirit, but I do feel like Mm-mm. I'm protected in some way. You are right on point. You are protected. Okay. You have a spirit guys, baby, that are powerful and that are like, look, you want to fuck with us? You want to fuck with her? You fuck with us. That's what's happening. Your ancestor lineage is probably like, uh uh-uh, we don't play that. Not to be up in your business, but you got them Caribbean roots, girl. You don't know who the hell is working for you. You might be having some high priestess somewhere working for you. (laughs) Listen, listen, this is going to get deep into the conversation because I I think my grandmother or my grandmother's grandmother might have been a witch. Probably. If you feel that, trust. I, this is something that I've heard. So oh, yeah. not to say that I'm out here trying to like cast anything on people that do me wrong. I just, I don't know. I, uh, it just happens like that. Mm, what and you then, saying is tread lightly, ho. Ba- basically, basically. Okay, I see. That's a flex. You say tread lightly, ho. <laughs> basically. Uh, but in addition to that, girl, I got a scary story to tell you because I feel like this is going to be our spooky episode. But yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm away. spooky episode too. We'll, we'll get there. I'm, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a little bit later. But um, I was also, when I was having this conversation, I was also telling them that sometimes I feel like I can feel when something bad is about to happen. Like mm-hmm. just like this feeling of like something's going to happen. And I remember uh, right before my godfather passed away, I just had this like weird feeling that someone was going to pass away mm-hmm. or get or seriously injured. And it happened probably like a month or two later. So, yes. Okay. See, okay. Let me, let me bring this into play because I like to set you up to see like where your brain is. And then of course, come in with some information that may be helpful. So you're right on point. Every single person walking this earth has extra sensory abilities and people can call that psychic abilities but if you're not familiar with the clairs i'll explain that to you so clair means clear in french right so you probably know the most common one which is clairvoyance Mm -hmm. which is just clear seeing right then you have clairaudience which is clear hearing clairsentience which is clear feeling and then claircosience which is clear knowing now like you I have always kind of just felt certain things, but I never tapped into it. Um, And I didn't start taking it seriously until I told you that I knew. I don't know if I told you, but I feel like I knew death was coming for me at 27. Yeah. 
I right? remember talking about that. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, I have never called it myself psychic or believe that I'm psychic, but I'm open to this idea now because things have just opened up for me. And it's almost like, I can't explain it. Like things happen and I know that they'll happen, but it doesn't happen in the way, you know, how Raven had visions yeah. and like, she will see a snippet and there'll be something completely else. Mm-hmm. But it's like, mm-hmm. you have psychic powers, but your shit is just a little cloudy. Right. And like, right, right. You know what I mean? It kind of works like that. So like, for example, you know, I know when to really talk to someone when I went to when to meet people um, who was going to be important in my life. I can tell when bad things are going to happen when people pass away. But it doesn't tell me exactly who, when, where, what or why. It's just kind of mm-hmm. like a feeling, right. which is a clear cosmic, which is a clear knowing. OK, now I dabbled into like maybe I could be psychic for a while, but it really actually hit the nail this last month i told you last episode i was like i really want a cat a cat came to me in my dream right and i envisioned i seen this cat in my dream it was sitting on my chest as i was sleeping i opened my eyes and this cat telepathically spoke to me and said mom and i said i have to find that fucking cat right gray cat green eyes on the hunt now two months and um as i'm looking for this cat i'm like on craigslist like every other day just like trying to find the right one whichever felt energetically correct and i was telling my boyfriend i was like look if it's a girl i need to name her something with the moon something related to like the the stars i was thinking like stella luna like something along the lines of that and i was like if it's a boy i want to name him sage now of course you guys are probably like okay yeah whatever brie I can't make this stuff up. Like, and the only person that can vouch for me is my boyfriend, unfortunately. But um, I found this ad for two cats on Craigslist while we were on our break. And I was like, okay, these cats are, you know, Russian blues. They're usually quite expensive. And they're talking about they want them gone for free. I'm like, I don't believe this. Turns out it was not a scam. They were really giving them away for free. We met up the next day, went to Santa Monica. These kitties are eight months old, okay? Mm -hmm. And I didn't know if I wanted the girl or the boy. I was like, I just want to go and meet whatever one feels right but i only wanted one okay and i get there and the cats are gorgeous they're just so chill so independent and we talked for 30 minutes just about the the basic stuff their food their schedule um you know like how when are they most active and blah 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 and the owners finally said after 30 minutes of being there so the girl's name is luna and the boy's name is sag which is short for sagittarius Hmm. is a Sagittarius but I was trying to name the boy Sage so I'm like I immediately start crying because I'm like oh my god like these cats this cat I didn't know it was two but I was like this cat I knew it was a boy came and saw me in my dream and I'm here now I can't make this up like this has happened too many times things like that like this happen all the time and I feel like my dreams are the clairvoyance I see people in my dreams I meet people in my dreams before I meet them in real life sometimes met my cat in my dream and then the clear knowing is the feeling and that intuition that I just I have I just trust my gut no one can tell me anything about my gut and this is all means it's like if you are somebody can be born a great basketball player right but that doesn't mean Everyone else can't play basketball too. Maybe someone is just super, it's just something that's super easy to other people, but you can practice playing basketball, right? You may may never be a professional, but you could still learn how to throw a ball. You could still learn how to dribble, right? It's the same thing with psychic abilities. Everybody, it is just, I read a book. I know I'm talking a lot, but I read a book and the book said, when we're in the spirit world, these are our normal 
abilities. When you come to the physical realm, we gain extra abilities, which is what we call our five senses. They're not our main senses. They're just our senses here that help us navigate this realm. But back home, everyone should have clear hearing, clear vision, clear seeing, clear knowing. And then you have an additional five when you incarnate on earth. So no one is devoid of psychic abilities. If you feel like you may have something, you got it. I was going to say like that, that had to be like a feeling of like freedom to know, like I can trust myself. Like totally the things that I'm seeing are not, you know, just in my head. Like these things are happening. These things are calling out to me. Yeah. That's yeah. When you, yeah. When you told me, first of all, we recently had this conversation about a cat, right? Yes, yes, yes. And <laughs> maybe what a couple weeks later, like what you wanted is what you found. Okay, and you, two you, times you, over. You didn't even, right, because you weren't even going to take two cats. I didn't, but no. I was like, I have to, because spiritually, it's just, it makes no sense for me to leave one. No. And they're the best little investments I ever made. Well, they were free, but, and that's the thing. It, this shit comes easy. Like stuff that is supposed to be for me or for you, comes to you so easily you don't have to fucking fight for that shit i didn't have to fight for this apartment i didn't have to fight for my friends like once i just started opening my mind and just trusting my clear knowings my knowings my clear knowing my life just opened up like a flower literally so i just practice it every day like just trust my gut trust my gut trust my gut that's my psychic ability and i'm gonna own it if you Mm. have one of those clears y'all just lean into it I love that. Thank you for really breaking that down. Um, I knew of clairvoyant, uh, but I didn't know about the other clairs. Can you repeat them? Yeah. So you have clair audience, which is clear hearing. Mm -hmm. And it's not always people being like, oh, my God, I'm hearing voices. Yes, that's probably like the master version of clair audience, right? Maybe mediumship. But clear audience could just be, you know, maybe you hear a song and a certain part of that song speaks to you and you're like, I got to do that thing. Right. It's a million ways how it could work. Clairvoyance is clear seeing, right? I don't be walking down the street seeing spiritual demons or spirits on people. Mm -hmm. I don't have that. But I can dream a motherfucking storm and be like, oh, I know what I need to do when I wake up in the morning. And then you have clairsentience, which is clear feeling, right? And um, I wonder if this falls into like people who touch people who be like, oh, I just like got Mm -hmm. your whole like life story just off your arm. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) does that make sense? (laughs) Or like, oh, I touched this like antique (laughs) pot and like, oh, it got bad energy on it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you know what? That's (laughs) man, because I was in the thrift store yesterday and like I was picking up stuff and I'm like, that just kept coming to mind. Like, maybe I shouldn't just be touching all on this stuff. And then I was, I saw this jacket and I was like, you know, kind of, it's, it's kind of fly. Like I want to put it on. But then in my head, I was like, no, not like, not until I have a, a, a chance to like cleanse it or something. Mm-hmm. So like that was mm-hmm. definitely going through my mind. I can see that. I can see people who have that Having ability. That, yes, mm-hmm. totally. And people have clear tasting. You could eat certain things or you could hear music and it's all kinds of stuff. But the last mm-hmm. one is Claire Cos- Cosmians, which is a clear knowing, which is if you have a heightened sense of intuition, you just trust that things you said it you feel death coming for people you just have a feeling and it comes to fruition that is just clear knowing mm-hmm. and i want to say it's not always death <laughs> right 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 I wanna- no i i got it. okay i don't want yeah. to be like oh, get away from me uh, oh, I, i'm the same way <laughs> but you're right no this is a great example um last week I, I told you and i called you i had a feeling it was thursday a random thought 
I was working at work and thought came and said, death is coming. And I said, mm, okay. Like I didn't really was like, I'm not giving that no mind. Cause again, it's not like death is coming. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> almost like an intrusive thought. Yeah. If that makes any sense, like you're just working and just like someone's going to die. And I'm like, wait, Brie, what are you doing? Just get back. And then the next day, my cousin actually passed away. And I was like, see, like I hear things or feel things, but like I don't always pick up on them right. and act. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think when it comes to something like so final as death, you're just kind of like, nah, I don't want to hear it. You know, like, hear, right, get out of yeah, here. Intrusive yeah. thought immediately. Yeah. It's intrusive. Oof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just I'm still go- thinking back to that feeling and it wasn't I don't know. It's it's hard to explain it. It's just like some sort of knowing and some sort mm-hmm. of uneasiness and you're trying to piece together what that is and like I remember experiencing that and I, I was walking to the bus stop like when it happened. Ooh. And I so random. I, it was so random. I I was I had this like feeling of like I was scared. Like something something bad was going to mm. happen and I didn't know if it was going to happen to me. Uh, yeah. So for, right, right. for a minute, I was like, okay, like maybe you shouldn't be walking in the street. Like I was extra mm-hmm. cautious about the mm-hmm. things that I was doing and like, you know, maybe not being into my phone when I'm walking, like being aware of my surroundings. So stuff like that. But um, speaking of feelings, uh, I do want to talk about this feeling I got after watching that movie Smile. Did you see it? Okay. I'm going to see it this weekend. Okay. I, I've been like... <sighs> scary movies ever since i've seen hereditary five years ago i have cut out scary movies because i am a chicken shit but go ahead (laughs) okay i'm not gonna tell you about that movie but what i will tell you is that i truly believe that what you watch especially if it's evil sort of demonic in in nature i feel like you that can attach itself to you right totally yes mm-hmm. so who i'm getting chills just talk because I, I tell, tell me, story. tell me tell me tell me tell me I <laughs> this happened with paranormal activity so tell me i'm curious oh. please so this happened when i watched insidious i used oh, to you said that's the scariest movie that was one of the, the scariest, scariest movie. movie i will not i'll never ever ever watch that's it a again. dark I'll, ass demonic it movie is for sure mm-hmm. very dark i feel like they were doing some sort of evil spiritual oh, something up witchcraft in there. for sure total okay go ahead go ahead okay, i'm getting no, excited no, no. i'm sorry <laughs> so um i used to live with my godmother and just a little backstory on her um very super conservative christian um I hate to say Bible thumper, but basically that um, could not see anything outside of Christianity. So I remember um, I've known her. She's not like a godmother by blood. It's more so like a family sort of thing. But I've known her since I was a little kid. And I remember, you know, I grew up with her daughter. We became best friends. And the running story amongst the family was like, there was always something in that house. They truly believe that mm. it might have been uh, built on a, on a burial ground. Oh, Native American? What city? Yeah, Native. Yeah. What I'm sorry? Is this? What Rancho. city is this? In oh, okay. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then they were the first people to live in that house. Like, so they, it was built. They bought that house. No one has ever lived in that house. But anyways, uh, there has always been like this talk amongst like the younger people that something's in that house. Right. And I remember when her mother died, she used to have this lamp that would just flicker on and off. And she would just say, the my godmother, 
oh, you know, my mother's here. My mother's here right now. Um, and then there was a story of like, there was one time she was washing her hair in the sink and then she felt something push her head down and she thought it was her husband. And she was like, you know, it, you know, stop playing around. And she turned like when she, you know, cleansed herself, she turned around. He was nowhere. He, she asked him about it. He had no idea what she was talking about. So anyways, mm. I saw this movie Insidious with my then best friend at the time. And we saw it twice in theater. It mm. scared me even more the second time. Because, you know, when you see movies the second time, yes. you pick up on other things. Yes. So this movie scared me to my core. And I remember uh, prior to this incident that I'm going to tell you, I called my my cousin and I was just telling her, like, I just feel so scared. I feel like when I walk in the dark, like, I just feel like there's something there. You know, like when <laughs> they have those videos of like them shutting off the light and then running up the stairs to like outrun the mm -hmm. ghost. Like, totally. that's how I felt. I didn't like being in the dark in this house. And I was just telling her, you know, I really don't know what to do. So her advice to me was, you know, when you feel scared like that, just pray. Like, even if you don't know what to say, just say Jesus over and over until you fall asleep. Mm. So Lord, there was this one night where uh, something just didn't seem right. And I was on my way to bed. I was laying down and I, I just looked up. My door was open. And uh, so my door was facing like the hallway. And I remember looking up and I see this like red light and I assumed like it was the light from the smoke detector and something didn't sit right. Like instantly I was like, mm, no, I was too afraid to get up and close my door. So I literally just turned my entire body mm. as I was turning my body, their family dog starts barking uncontrollably, like going at it. Like he was barking at something no. and it wasn't like there was some sounds outside like it wasn't that type of dog like he wasn't the type of dog to just bark like this and I remember I hear my godmother like telling the dog to be quiet but he's he's really growling at something and then I hear another growl and that growl is getting closer to me to the point where I felt like it was standing over me and growling Ooh. and that's I just started praying and saying Jesus and Jesus until I fell asleep and when I woke up that next morning, I looked to the hallway to see if I could see that light. There was nothing there. No smoke detector, mm. no nothing. So from that point on, and I wasn't, that was only one of the incidents. I had another incident happen in the house, like another situation happened in the house. But after that, like after I moved out of that house, I never felt any sort of fear. I never felt afraid of the dark. I never felt afraid mm. of being alone. Um, but after seeing Smile... I remember being in the shower and I got a whiff of Jay's cologne and I'm like, mm, Jay hasn't been here all day. He's at work right now. So he, you know, I was like, you know, maybe he's, he came home early or something, but he knows how jumpy I am. So he always like will announce himself because mm -hmm. you could literally, we could, I could know that you're here. And if I walk in the room and then you follow behind me, but I don't hear that you're following behind me mm -hmm. and I see you, I'm screaming because <laughs> that's just right. how jumpy I am. Okay. Me so, too. <laughs> so I get out the shower and I'm calling for him and I don't see him. I'm like, okay, that's really weird. And then um, that same night, I felt like I saw something in my room. And mm. I was, but again, so I just going back to what I said, I feel like when you watch certain things, you got to cleanse that before you come up in your house. Totally agree with you. And to add on, I'm going to see Smile this weekend. I've been nervous about it. Yes. But to add on to your story and to really be like, let me hone in on this message because I had no idea that you were going to talk about this. 
But my spooky story was when Paranormal Activity 1 came out, right? That movie fucked me up, completely fucked me up to the point where I was in high school. I was a senior that year. And um, when I went to see it, I was on a date with this guy and I was fucking scared out of my mind. I was like in the theater, like, I don't want to go home. Like, I don't know what to do. I went home and I hopped my ass in my mom's bed. I was a fucking damn near grown ass woman. And I was like, I'm sleeping in the bed. I slept in the bed with her for three days. And she was like, Brie, there's no way that this movie is this scary that your grown ass wants to sleep with me. I was like, mom, I'm telling you that movie scared the shit out of me. So she went to go see it with her and her girlfriend. Mm. The same night she went to see this movie. I didn't, I'm obviously like with my younger sister at the time. And, um, I'm, you know, minding my own business. I wasn't waiting on my mom to come home or anything crazy. Well, I hear a doorbell ring in the middle of the night. It's like two in the morning. I remember I was dreaming. I was in a pool and the doorbell was ringing in the pool. And I had said to myself, like, oh, um, this must be happening in real life. Wake up. So I wake up and I was like, mom, somebody's at the door. I went to bed early that night. I went to bed like 6 p.m. You know, them like naps that turn into all night mm-hmm. sleep. And she was like, it's two in the morning. Ain't nobody at the door. I said, mom, the doorbell's ringing. She said, nobody's at the door. Then we hear in the middle of this conversation, ding, 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 ring. So she's like, I'm, you know, I can see the fear in her, you know, voice, see her fear in her stance. So she's like, I'm gonna go down, I'm gonna check it. So me and my sister are huddled up in her room now because we like, who the hell is this? You know, goes down there, she looks at the peephole, nothing. Opens the door, two big ass, 13 size, muddy ass boots, just right in the doorway like what? like they knocked on the door right but there's no footprints of it coming or leaving just muddy boot prints right we run downstairs when we when she starts screaming we're like okay oh my god like what the fuck is going on so we left the door we go back upstairs as soon as we get to the top of the stairs ding, right we go back downstairs with the nobody's there we call the police we call the police at this point because we're like this is crazy like this is not we didn't have the feeling of it being a prank right so we call the police. Please come. They're like, we checked everything. There's nobody around. Blah, 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 blah. My mom starts dating my now stepdad. And he comes over and he spends the night. And he's like Muslim. He's always saging. He's the first person I ever met in my life that saged. And he was like, you guys got to sage this place. He was like, there's a, there's a presence in here. Mm. So we like, how? What the fuck you mean? Because we know what's going on. But we don't know that. He, he don't know what's going on. Yeah. Same motherfucking night this man sages same night the same shit happens to him to him yes so he's running up and down the stairs gets to the top of the stairs doorbell's ringing goes back down nobody's there runs back up to the top doorbell ring so then he was like you know what i went down there for the last and final time i waited he was like i looked in that peephole for 15 minutes nothing came he said the moment i walked up the stairs somebody was trying to unlock the door and he was like, we got to move out of here. He was like, you guys have a, a serious spirit in this house. And I truly, in my gut, believe it came from that fucking movie. I feel like that movie mm-hmm. was so fucking demonic. That shit haunts mm-hmm. me to this day. Isn't that scary? That is, listen, people don't listen. I'm, some of y'all going to be listening. It's like, yeah, right. No. No. You got to You got to be careful about what you watch and what you decide to watch in your home. And make totally. sure your ass is good before you come home because that thing can attach to you. Woo. Okay. Speaking of this, because this is a great segue. That wasn't even my spooky story to tell. That's just what really happened in my real life. But 
now that we're talking about like scary movies and shit, we've all at this point, I'm sure everyone that's listening and you have watched the Jeffrey Dahmer. Yes. Netflix. Okay. Now what I will say is the shit was good. Okay. It was Evan Peters did that. He did. Evan Peters though. I really feel Evan Peters has dark energy. Something about Evan Peters is just, I think he is dope. He's a fucking phenomenal actor, but I feel like he does darkness too well. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I feel like we're talking about movies and spirits coming home with you just off watching and observing the film. We got to think about the actors and the props, right? And if yeah. you guys haven't seen um, Cursed Films on Shudder, it talks about all the cursed movies in history, right? How people who've done certain films have died or just create, for example, Poltergeist. It was a cursed film. And the reason they say that movie was cursed is because they used real human remains in the part where she's swimming under the house and it's like bodies in the water. Those are real human remains that they had supposedly shipped in from India. And people believe that those spirits cursed that movie set for violating their bodies in that way. Man, oh man. Mm. So people died on this movie set, all kinds of stuff, right? Which I, that's not my story. My story today is talking about my conspiracy theory for the real true Jeffrey Dahmer outside of Evan Ross or Evan Peters, right? Evan Ross is Tracy Ellis Ross, brother. <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't do nothing wrong. I'm sorry, Mr. Ross. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Ross. <laughs> Evan Peters, okay? So, am I talking too much? I am so sorry. No, no, please keep going. Okay. So, I found a text about almost a year ago, and I have been studying this text. It is such an amazing text. It is a theory. I'm not saying that anything is rooted in fact, right? But they do touch on some amazing ass shit. And if you have some time, if you're into woo-woo shit, I would say read this book. It's called The Law of One, The Raw Material. Have you ever heard of this? No. Okay, you know Ra. He's an ancient Egyptian deity, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so what this book is about is from the um, early 1980s. I want to say like 1983. Three people, one medium, her name was Carla, um, a man who was asking her questions and a man who was recording everything that was being said, got together to do some mediumship work and they channeled in the deity Ra from the ancient Egypt. Now, it's interesting because Ra, we think of him as being one person as a god, but he's actually a collective of consciousness he's a collective consciousness so it's not just one person right it's a bunch of different thoughts forming this entity and um he he much he pretty much said that his job was to be a humble messenger of the law of one so that he could help our people ascend i know what you're thinking you're like woo 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 i was thinking woo 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 was fuck too <laughs> um until i got into this material this shit's crazy seriously so you you it's probably gonna take you a couple really good years to like digest everything that's in this fucking book it is insane it's almost as deep as the bible i'm not comparing it to the bible but it's just so dense with information and things that i don't think one human person could come up with on their own Mm. it's impossible i'm talking about like maybe one percent of this information here right so pretty much what our job here per this um channeled work on earth and the third density there's eight different densities right so just to give you a quick example the first density it says that everyone that is on third density has already passed these two densities before the first one is just beginningness beginningness is just elements so elements of fire water earth air Right. Once you master as a spirit being 
the beginning of an element, then you move on to second density, which is growth. And that is animals and bugs and plants. Once you master that density, then you move on to third density, humans, which is self-awareness, right? And your job here, every density you have a job to do to ascend to the next level. Your job here is basically to focus your conscious mind on understanding that the, the world is bigger than you, right? Losing and loss of that ego. And then once you accept that fact that, you know, you are not the center of the earth. And when we think about what ego really is, ego is really responsible for like wars, murders, Dahmer, okay? Because I'm mm-hmm. tying this back into Dahmer. <laughs> All the bullshit, all the bullshit, all the things ego is responsible for. So if you have a true ego death in the law of one, then you are able to now choose a path of polarization. The whole point here is to choose whether you want to be on the polarization of the negative or the positive, right? Am I losing you? Or am no, I no, 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 okay. no. You're making sense. <laughs> all right. Now you can ascend through either level. You could be a completely negative being and ascend to the next space. Or you can be a completely pot. And I know this sounds crazy. This is where it differs from religion, right? Because it's either like you're either all in with the good or you're going to hell. Like there's no in between for you, right? Here, it's more so you have the option to choose between completely service of self, which is negative, or service to others, which is positive, right? Because the universe is so vast. We are not the only beings on Earth. We are not the only planets. We are not the only solar system. So a lot of these other universes are completely negative or completely positive, and you're just trying to find which path you're going to go to when you move on to the next level blows your mind right am I losing you no I'm just visualizing (laughs) all right so when you think about that's kind of fucking scary right because then you're like damn niggas who are fucking all negative have the option to ascend to the next level and they did confirm planet to a negative planet totally negative and when you think about negative entities have you ever heard the conspiracy of like reptilian lizard people I've heard about it but I don't know too much about it Okay, they're like completely negative beings from like the Orion region. And like they are here on Earth, which is they talk about this in law one too. the reason why we have so many I'm losing my whole so much. So let me get back on center here. So the reason why Earth is not Earth is a space of different planets who come in to kind of recruit people if you will Mm, because we are not a completely polarized planet earth is not completely positive or negative right so it's one of the rare few spaces that are still left in the universe where people are like oh i could get more folks on my team or my side to but couldn't you say that for christianity like you you're you know like you're trying to recruit are you going to heaven are you going to hell totally and they talk about jesus too jesus is in the fourth density and in this book they talk about christ consciousness where Yes, he's a great man and he saved many lives. And if you decide to go the path of being a Christianity or Christian, you are choosing the path of light and positivity, right? But people look at Christianity as like the end all be all. Mm-hmm. Like it is, right? When they're saying that Jesus himself was a fourth density being who came back to third density to help people polarize and recruit to ascend them to the next level, right? Right. But that got turned into heaven or hell. You're either good or you're bad. You're going to be damned if you don't. It turned into a whole elitist bullshit. Per the theory. Not saying that I believe this. So please do not run out this podcast. I am just stating information. So people are here from other planets trying to recruit other people to be negative influences, right? Just like Ra is being channeled, people channel negative spirits too. Why I think... 
Jeffrey Dahmer is an alien is simply based on this information, right? It makes total sense for me. I've always felt like serial killers were subhuman, like they were not fully soul people, right? It's just, I never connect. It is, I'm so fascinated with true crime and serial killers because it blows my mind that like somebody could be just so completely deranged, right? But if we look at no regard for like human life. Regard and people have described Mr. Dahmer as being devoid of humanity. That's some crazy. That if that don't sound like an alien for a negative spirit, I don't know what sounds like it. Like I have no way. I I can't connect to you in any way. Like I just you're so devoid of humanity that like you're you're a super being at this point. You are no longer a person. But then when we think about the facts, we have the facts. Okay, him being obsessed with that motherfucking Exorcist three movie that's some subhuman shit that i don't care we just talked about the spirit of scary movies mm-hmm. i don't know if you're channeling demons if you're channeling a completely negative entity like what are you interested in i recently found out that he was running around with yellow contacts in because he said it made him look more like his Hold true up. form do you remember the like uh what is it the picture the poster for the for the film didn't he have yellow eyes yes Yes, this is why, girl. Okay, now when we think about him channeling spirits, this man had an altar for Satan himself. Which they that, briefly touched on. Which, and, why are you not getting into that? Mm, yeah. They made it seem like this man, this man has even said himself, I had no childhood trauma. Okay, my parents fucking argued. People try to sympathize when we don't understand, when something is beyond our understanding, people try to humanize shit and they try to find reasons. Mm-hmm. The reason is, He's fucking a lunatic and he's probably completely service to self. Am I wrong for saying this? No, I'm sorry. There's there's people out there. I just seen a story today where two young 16 year olds were getting beaten and whipped and eating their own feces by their mother. Oh yeah. I saw that. Yes. Okay. So it's like you with your parents arguing does not suffice for you cutting niggas up and fucking their fucking bare body organs. It doesn't make any sense. And then on top of that, you're a cannibal. You're into necrophilia. You have no regard for the human instinct of hating the smell of death and rotten flesh. People say that they can never forget that scent. Like, it's just something that our bodies are hardwired, but oops, something is wrong here. He was completely devoid. Just living in it. Had dead bodies all around. All over the place. Yes, girl. Looking them. Oh, oh. And I really feel like Jeffrey Dahmer is working with these negative beings or he was one. But the reason why I think it's so interesting is in, in third density and love one, they talk about when you get here on this earth, we have a, we are the only density with the veil of forgetfulness. Like we forget all of our past lives before us. We forget everything because the reason is, is you, this is your chance to polarize. So you can't have all the knowledge and information from your prior lives because then it will take away from your free will as a human to choose your polarization. Like this is the point of self-awareness and actualization. So with that being true to nature, there's no reason for you to know every single piece of information. It's your job to go through your suffering and choose a side. And I feel like this man was an, another being Choosing completely negativity, but it is harder to ascend. If you were thinking about being a serial killer, I will want to say to you, they do say in the long one, it's harder to ascend in the negative than it is to the positive. It's easier to be a positive spirit. 
They're talking I've about two so people. Many, I've, sorry, not to cut you off, but I've heard mm-hmm. so many people say that, you know, this man gave his life to Christ right before he died. On an eclipse. <laughs> okay, he gave his life to Christ on an eclipse. I think that is very strange. Am I... I feel like there's a connection. I feel like this man has other world connections. Like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? I don't trust it. And then John Wayne Gacy died the same way. I don't know. I'm not trying to... I don't know. I don't have all the answers, y'all. I'm just pointing out theories. I, I just feel like you're that so far gone. And, like, you know that this is the the end for you. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. at that point, yeah, you mm-hmm. gave yourself to Christ. But do you really mm-hmm. believe that? Like, you said it. People heard you say it. But do you truly believe that? Do you truly believe that? And it's in law one. You have to be 95% negative to ascend to the next level. You have to be. And I feel like he fucked himself up with the, I want to be helpful. And I want to give you guys all the information. And I want to give my life to Christ. You are not 95% negative, sir. You're going to come right back to this motherfucker and figure this shit out again. Because Mm -hmm. you failed completely. You should have just stuck on your path. John Wayne Gacy said, suck my dick or fuck you assholes. Those were his last words. That man was negative down to the end. Right? (laughs) Yes. But I'm sorry. No, this is so <laughs> ridiculous and rude. I'm not trying to make a joke of like people's lives being lost. But in the law of one, only two people have known have ascended to the negative through the negative polarization, which was I'm sure you guessed it, Hitler and Genghis Khan. Mm, I'm not too familiar with that. That name sounds familiar, but I'm just not too familiar. Let me look. Genghis Khan was a piece of shit, and he basically killed 40 million people. And he was oh, the first. Right, right, right. Yes. Yeah, yes, this entity said that he was the only one that ascended, him and Hitler were the only ones that ascended through the negative. So you have to be that fucking negative to ascend through the negative side. Mm. Mm. Anyway, that's my little nugget. Not to like bring more negativity, but like, and not to tie it back to slavery, but like, just think about, I feel like them people going to ascend too. They, they in there oh yeah like the things that we don't know that they were doing like skidding, totally like, I, I don't even want mm-hmm. i won't go into details mm-hmm. but like the wickedness mm-hmm. that they so, were doing and i feel like when you are a, a colorless person okay um you got a lot of work to do on this lifetime and i feel like a lot of that has to be owning your ancestral lineage and the suffering mm-hmm. that was brought on to people legitimately like i genuinely feel like that is a part of your ego death is recognizing what your ancestors did and saying not necessarily saying i'm taking ownership but i recognize what my people did for you and it's my job to be a martyr for the system right to change the court it's deep and i feel like if you guys get into this text and you want to chit chat about it because i have learned some of the most amazing shit through this information it's crazy Mm. insane and i mean it's just theoretical for sure. I don't I don't know if it is true or not, but it's changed my life in the way that I see things. A hundred percent. I always say, is that person service to self or service to others? Because I can't waste my time with service to self individual. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I mean, we've been stepping away from service to self individuals and we've been, you know, <laughs> yes. checking ourselves so we can stop being service to self. So Mm-hmm. Man, oh man, what a spooky episode! What a Ooh. what a very. Please include this in the show notes. I know I know there are a few people who would want to check it out, and even uh, I think you had mentioned a site where you can see curse films. You know, if you want to, I'll, I'll include it in the show notes for you. A lot of one the raw material. It will change your life, and it's all negative. It's just just to end on a lighter note because I feel like that just was super heavy. People who love animals, right? 
so you know how I said animals are in second density and we're in third. So a good way to help your pets like a sin to becoming humans or the next phase is just having human interaction with them because you're giving them an opportunity to interact with the being that has already passed through this level. So now they have a direct link to ascension through you. This includes your plants too, speaking words of affirmations and positivity into living things in your space. Like you can help others ascend to the next level if you enjoy the love one. I like that. Thank you, Grace. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I don't necessarily have a question, but I did want to talk about some of the things that, you know, I've been doing uh, since we've been on break. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I remember speaking to you probably like the first week into our break and I was telling you, about how one of my friends felt like I wasn't making time for them. And then I was also talking to you about Mm -hmm. not necessarily making time for myself and feeling like all of my time was accounted for. And I I just didn't, I'm not sitting with myself enough. So I took your advice. I took um, some of my own advice too. And I, I sat in his house. I Mm -hmm. did not make any plans for a couple of weekends. Like just thinking back to it, there wasn't not one weekend that it was not spoken for, for somebody. Like I made plans to see someone. I made plans for people to come over here. And I'm like, at what point do I just have to work on self? So I did that. Um, It was much needed. I, I still feel like sometimes my time is accounted for like, but I have to sit back and, and just realize that I only have this one young life. And I don't want to run myself into the ground. Uh, there are things that I still want to work on. There are still things that I want to work on that will help me in my career, that will help me, you know, be a better partner to Jay, uh, to be a better friend to those who feel like, you know, they're missing out on me. And um, I'm getting I'm getting back to it. So I just wanted to share that. that I'm Congratulations. Doing my best. I- so what have you implemented for self-care these last few weeks? What have you done? Um not being so available. So phone has been off, um, doing little things like things that I've said, like being true to my word. If I say that, Hey, I want to just clean up in here, or maybe I, I want to just watch something. Maybe I just want to have some sort of me time un- in, in uninterrupted me time. Um, mm-hmm. I started journaling. Ooh. Yeah. Started journaling. Um, and that's been helping me cause you know, at times, you know, my thoughts are all up in here and all mushed together. And I don't know how to really express like what it is that I'm going through. So picking up on journaling has been helping a lot too. Mm -hmm. And then just for the friends that have felt that, you know, I'm not making enough time for them, you know, really calling myself out on it. Um, And then also letting them in more about what I've been going through. Cause I feel like there are times where I, I'm, there for people, you know, I'm, I'm always going to lend an ear for them, but, and not to say that they want to be there for me, but sometimes I don't always express what I may be going through or, mm-hmm. you know, how, what's, what, what's bothering me, what's going good, what's going bad. I'm just like keeping that to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know my friends want to be there for me. So all that to say, that's what I've been doing on my break. Um, get having a better relationship with Jay. We've been spending some more quality time together too. And um, also working on this new friendship. Uh, that's been going great, too. Um, your music friend? Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been going good. He's really great. I hope you, um, you'll have to meet him. He, he's yes, funny. I would love to meet him. And before we, you know, say anything else, 
this touched on something that maybe might be helpful to you and to our listeners. But um, I was sitting in meditation and I had this word come up where we talk about mind, body and spirit. Everyone says mind, body, and spirit, right? But I'm like, what does mind, body, and spirit look like in your daily life? And how does that look in your daily habits, right? Mm -hmm. So you talking about friendship, I'm going to tie it in. But I set with this working out, right? When we think about working out, something that maybe causes a little stress or anxiety for people or a little bit of like dragging of the feet. I don't want to go to the gym, you know? Like, I don't want to eat healthy. Like, it gets overwhelming, Using this for your friendship too. Friendships can get overwhelming. Social lives can get overwhelming. But when we bring in the mind, body, and spirit aspect, and I broke this down in my mind, it came to me randomly. And I said, okay, let me use working out as an example. So the mind part of working out would be the learning, right? So learning maybe about how to eat intuitively intuitively, or learning how to cook recipes or reading some books, like bringing the mind space into what is working out in the mind. Mm-hmm. And then the body would be the practice, going to the gym, personal trainer. And then the spirit of it could be meditation, a spiritual-based practice or yoga, right? So if you don't want to do maybe the body part, you can focus on the mind that day or the spirit, And therefore, you have three different options that attack three different spaces within you. And then if you apply this to your daily life, so friendship, the the mind of friendship could be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to watch a good or listen to a good friendship podcast. How can I be a better friend? Right. The body would be hanging out, spending the time with them. And the spirit could be solitude staying home and recharging so that I can be the best friend so I can be more available so maybe if you in your relationship too, just try to apply that mind body and spirit and try to focus on those three things to create a better cycle of whatever it is Mm -hmm. absolutely and I will say that I took your well you this wasn't your advice but um you getting back into or starting yoga inspired me to go with a friend uh she's been inviting me to yoga so I did it for the well the second time first time at this age with these bad knees um rough huh it was it was really rough but you know what okay so let me just say this day of I felt good I felt stretched out I felt like I don't know it was something new um it was a little hot I don't think it was hot yoga but it was very warm in there Um, and I felt good uh the next three days for some reason uh I might have pulled something because okay Mm -hmm. before (laughs) It was definitely sore at at the most random times. I would just get this like pulling sensation. And I'm like, ah, you know, like when something hurts and it makes you laugh, but Mm -hmm. it's not funny. Like this totally. Yeah. It doesn't tickle at all. It's just hurting. Um, I was experiencing that. So I think I need to like stretch before yoga, get back into stretching just in daily life. Like as we're getting older, I I really feel like I need to stretch more often. Um, So I've been doing that. It, 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 it is intense. People think that it's oh, it's all it's just stretching and it's it's so lovely and so free. And when you do it, you're really breaking a sweat. Like this is an actual workout. Like, you're moving totally and stretching things that you probably haven't have not haven't stretched in a long time, probably since you were a kid. So definitely needed. I am gonna try and get in a habit of implementing uh, more yoga into my life. But I did start a new workout program. Oh, so I love that. Thank you. So the physical, I'm 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 in touch with the physical. It's the mental that I need to do some more work on. And then it's also like 
my surrounding space. Like I do get overwhelmed mm-hmm. very easily and it's easier for me to just have other distractions and just focus on other things. Um, then, you know, maybe the task at hand, like I, I want to clean out my dishwasher and I'm like, you know what? I do have to clean out a dishwasher, but I actually got to clean out my closet. So I'm going right. to focus go on the other on that first. <laughs> yeah. You know, like a little bit of ADHD there, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I'm I'm getting back to it, and I I think I really needed this break. I really needed to sit with myself. I really needed to call myself out on the things that I was doing or not doing that you know mm. were beneficial to me, that could have been beneficial to me. So I thank you for always lending an ear, especially when I'm not sure of like how am I going to do this. Like I don't know where to start. So um, just having you like you know not telling me what I wanted to hear, but telling me like you know this is this is what I'm giving to you, you know? So yes, I appreciate that. And I feel like uh, that's all we are just self governing for each other. And if we see something, say something. And I feel like, you know, that's what you needed. I'm so glad that you were doing this for yourself. Cause really it's all about you. And I mean, life is fucking difficult. There's just no way around it. Right. There's a problem all the time or there's some, some room for improvement in our lives all the time. Excuse me. And I just see that you are somebody who's very accountable for yourself. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to see if this implement this and see if it works. And that's all we can do. You know, that's it. And I feel like you being refreshed and rejuvenated, you're going to show up so much better for your friends. You're not going to be feeling like stretched so thin, like, damn, this one last thing, I can't do it because it's like now I have an abundance of space to be the best version of myself because I have to love myself first before I can love outwards, right? No, you're absolutely right. Mm. Absolutely right. So, okay. Go get we it together. Yes. Well, I mean, did you have anything else to add on our topics? No, I think that's it for me. That's it for me. I mean, this was a good episode and this is what we're going to be doing more often. I was kind of nervous. I'm not going to lie, but I think it came out well. Like I had a great time. I mean, it, was, <laughs> it got a little spooky. It got a little, you know, woo woo up in there, but you know, that's okay. They, by this time they should know. They should know. They like, should know. You know what you're here, here for. So don't act like it. Don't act like you don't know. Well, we're coming to a close. And before we do, we told you that we're going to do Hot Jam of the Week every week. Shay, what is your Hot Jam of the Week? My Hot Jam of the Week, I've been listening to uh, Alex Vaughn. I am a new fan of hers. And I just want to play one of these songs. It's called So Be It by her new, by Alex Vaughn. I think, um, I don't know if this is a CD, but it's definitely a mixtape probably. The Hurt Book. Okay. All that to say, Alex Vaughn, The Hurt Book, and the song is called So Be It. And that was Ooh. Alex Vaughn. So be it. And that was it's off of the like Hurt Book. SZA, SZA, Ari Lennox, like yes. mixture. Yes. Oh, I love that. Yeah. 
she's she's good. Um, I've been listening to her entire album. Her and Ari Lennox, I just dropped. I've been listening to that this entire non-stop. break, nonstop. So, and you know, Sis is about to drop this Friday. Yes, but. I'm excited about this video for sure. With my man's, my man's uh, is up in there. Okay, Excuse which me? I'm I'm a little salty, but you know what? I'm I'm gonna congratulate him. I'm gonna congratulate. I him. think you mean my man, but I'm just gonna <laughs> let you go ahead and and hold on to that one. She got me messed up. Do I need to have the real Mrs. Lakeith? <laughs> Yahoo.com. Not you. I thought she was a uh, little fizz. Who was? No, you was a lady fizz. You was. I was. Um, I, was. Oh. <laughs> I was lady fizz. Oh one. Lady Fizz 01. But um, there was some change of events. There were some things that happened, especially in recent times, where I can never look at Little Fizz the same. The again. same. And I'm, totally. I'm okay with that. That was That is dead and gone. Right. I mean, we have to ascend and grow, right? We can't be having ascend the same Ascend and grow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so my hot gem of the week, I actually, you know, did a little plant medicine journey at home for the first time last weekend and i created a playlist i wanted to tap into my divine femininity some intimacy i just wanted to just feel it and um i found this artist i never heard of her name is sona jobarte um she is british but she is like a composer of this african style of music west african music called cora i've never heard Mm -hmm. of the style before Mm -mm. this song It's on her Motherland album, and it's called Kemet. Okay, so when this I heard this, sure, what this is some, some for sure plant medicine music. <laughs> totally. It's totally, it is totally plant medicine music. That shit had me, I almost felt like when it came on, it was like a snake charmer playing uh, a little. Okay, because why was I going to say Sahara Desert? <laughs> totally. And it was like, it was a snake charmer for my divine femininity because I was like, oh shit, there she is. My goddess energy came out. It was just, I don't know what the hell she's saying. I try to find some translation of those lyrics. I'm like, is it witchcraft? Like, what is it? Because it's speaking to me solely. Mm. Okay, so because you like that, I want you to listen to the song by, I think his name is Habib Koti. And the song Mm. is called Dean Dean Woe. I also don't know. I don't know what he's saying, but same thing. Like, when you hear a song and you just... You feel it. You relate to it. And maybe when you get the translation, you're like, this was right on point, you know? Okay. So I'm going to send that to you. Listen to it. Let me know how you feel about it. I will. And that is our worldly, okay? (laughs) We got y'all flying up and through the world, okay? We took you to the roots of Africa and down to where we we go, Detroit? Where's she from? Did we go to Detroit? (laughs) I don't know why I said Detroit. You know Uh, what? I honestly (laughs) don't know where she... I feel like she's giving me East Coast. So let okay. me find out and I'll let you know. <laughs> yes. So we we took you from America all the way to Africa, okay, on this playlist. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, we will be back next Wednesday with a new flow conversation for you.
Thank y'all. Welcome back and keep on listening. Bye. <laughs> Bye.